0: So we're live again, Bucks and Brews, and the most exciting part about this, my friend, is we are sponsored this week.
1: Uh, See, it's always a great week when we have a sponsor. We
0: try to to do big episodes for sponsor weeks. Um, And full disclosure, we thought about this episode like two minutes ago. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But we're gonna we're gonna drag this spon- sponsor out for at least three weeks. So we're gonna at least each of us are gonna have only one of them for three weeks that way we can drag them out a little bit.
1: yeah, so this is this was a big sponsor for us. this is a uh... A pretty awesome sponsorship. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm kind of the Hawaii guy here because I've been there six times. So yeah. this is, and I'm also the Illinois guy because I was born there. Uh, I say, this, this beer screams you. It, it really kind of does because it's two of my favorite things: Illinois and uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. So it's so from three of your favorite things: really, Illinois, Hawaii, and, and beer. beer. Yeah, I man. I mean, I mean, seriously, let's, wrong. let's talk about that. So this is from. I'm gonna say it's Destill Brewery. Yeah. Does that sound right? It's either dist- distill or distill, like, you know, they're distilling
1: something. So Something.
0: They're from normal Illinois, which is literally smack dab in the middle of the state. Yeah. Um, and it's called Hawaii Five Ale. I'm also a Hawaii Five O fan, so, I mean, we, we kind of hit everything there. It does say product of Illinois. This is a blonde ale with pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava. Full disclosure, I don't like pineapple or coconut, but I love guava. Yeah, I do. So, Nick was... Curious about the side here. Nick, why don't you read that side for us? So it says
1: our favorite our Fruity and juicy blonde ale will quickly transport your palate with a taste of paradise, tropical flavors of pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava are balanced by smooth maltness. One sip, and you'll be singing the song of the islands. Aloha. Aloha. And right below that it says support flavor boycott bland so he got me to boycott my bud light he did
0: because i'm getting rid of the bland for the week and and i will say this to destill brewery yeah mahalo good Ma- yeah i'm very I'm, I'm gonna hand this to my wife here for anybody that's on screen she's gonna taste it see what she thinks because she loves all of those flavors honestly i think it's packed with. Flavors. that's a beer she likes wow she's happy about it i say that is a lot of flavor. It, it, it kind of is almost too much flavor at times. That is. I mean, it's weird because you, like,
1: first hit your palate, right, you get, you get, I would say, I don't know, that coconut, that little pineapple, right? You get that front flavor. And then on the back, I got a crap in a guava. On the back end, I got a lot of guava. Yeah. I was like, all right,
0: that's where it's coming in. I like the guava. Bye, honey. Bye, honey. Bye, Felicia. Okay, apparently we're Felicia now. Apparently we are. But what uh, you know? so tonight, besides so, distilled Brewery, yeah, so much, you know, I mean, sponsoring, you mean, go ahead. That pineapple mango, I guess. I'm thinking like, I don't know if I'm getting the coconut,
1: I guess, but the pineapple. Mango I don't get the I'm coconut. Single,
0: but man, I can definitely tell the mango and guava. Yeah, I don't feel mm. much peach either here. Mm. Sorry, guys, we're enjoying this beer. This is fantastic. So I think we we just. You know, first couple minutes is just going to be us drinking beer because yeah. this is I, awesome. This thing, I mean, they're when they literally say, right? Once it hits your palate, yeah, a taste of
1: paradise. I mean, it, I you could, really do. I can't think of it any more tropical drink. Like I drink pina coladas, I drink all, and like this thing is just for a beer. This is fantastic.
0: It, it oh. makes you wonder how a, a Illinois born drinker and a, a brewery from Illinois can hit Hawaii. So. So damn well, Well, rich people get to go there all the time. No, let's <laughs> say yeah, I've been there six times. It doesn't have to be rich people,
1: right? All it has to be is uh, financially smart people. So
0: financially uh, smart people. Yes. That's what we're teaching. You're rich is a mindset. So, so I I do have exciting things. Me too. This beer besides the beer. No, oh. I got a message a couple days ago uh-oh. from our friend Vanessa. I enjoy updates from her. She said, I'm not going to tell you shit. Good, But the next time I talk to you and Nick, I have so much good news.
1: Psych.
0: And I went that's what's up.
1: Uh, I say we are we're excited to have her back on for for a third episode a big update. Still um, got to talk to Gary get his second update. Yeah, Sam, I'm, I'm really hoping um, i really hoping for a big update from her just because she didn't she definitely hit the home run last time she really did. That. So uh, tonight we're gonna talk about one of my favorite topics Real estate, yep. right? Uh, how do you know if something's a good deal, and it actually be a good deal, right? Because yes.
0: um, we see good deals all the time—good deals in yeah.
1: quotes—where
0: people are like, "Oh, that's a good deal." But how do you honestly know?
1: And I mean, you know, what you think is a good deal and what I think is a good deal are usually way different. And way if we both—if we both agree upon something, then it's a good deal, that's right? Probably a great deal. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, "All right,
0: that's a, thats where we're headed." So um I know your good deals are usually fixer-upper things usually and my good deals are I don't want to fix nothing yeah I I Caitlin's a great example of that I looked at two condos with her she could get one for about 10 grand cheaper yep but it was a fixer-upper she was going to have to put at least eight into it yep the other one she could move right into yep well
1: and then we talked about that right and that's how we negotiated yeah we were like oh hey you know hey there's two two grand different and it's okay they don't want to go lower on the price but will they help with you know a down payment yeah assistance will they help with it like can we get you know because there were some repairs can we get money back for this and david's like oh, that's a great idea so yeah. technically we got lower than the, we, we saved the amount of what the difference oh absolutely make, make they fixed
0: everything that. we wanted fixed yep and paid for most of the closing costs yeah which is huge right yeah. so i mean
1: the, the savings was just a no-brainer at that point um you know and uh
0: I'm a fan of this beer. Me too. This is this is gonna be a great three episodes with this beer. Yeah, I see. And then Ariana's gonna sponsor too, because I mean she, she has us buying some spicy beer. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um, so a good deal, right, is
1: is a perspective to everyone, is what I say. Um, you know, the old way to do things we talked about on an episode, right, with the one percent rule. Okay, so for every hundred thousand dollars I spend on a property, mm-hmm. I want it to bring in one thousand dollars of monthly income. You know, and that's a good example to just take your take yourself out of it and go, hey, if everything goes this way, I should be doing okay, right? Yep. um you know, I'm more of a conservative person, right? Again, I, I do a two percent. So if I pay a hundred thousand, I want to bring in two thousand dollars. Um you know i i've dropped that with the high market right i mean mm-hmm. um, you know so I, i'm somewhere between like 1. 1.5 1.75 you know stuff i bought back in the day at 2% now is hitting 4% um, you know but when you're looking at at the markets now everybody everybody will post right oh this great deal that's out here you know i i'm asking price 100,000 renovation cost 50,000 after repair value ARV, you know, 180,000, they always post 250,000 bucks, right? And then you run your comps and see that the house is really only worth 180,000 bucks, you know, so right, you got if 30,000 in equity on it, sure. But it's not, it's not like a home run, right after you figure out, hey, yeah, okay, is the is the actual, you know, when they say 50,000 in repair, are you actually able to do it for that price? You know, are you gonna are you gonna know your numbers enough to to hit that? Because I mean, you know, normally it's gonna hit you 65, right? So, and you you figure after you sell the property, you have realtor commissions, you have closing cost again, you have all that, and so then there goes all your
0: profit, right? Um, well, you know as well as I do. I mean, there's repairs are also subject to what you want to do versus something you might have to hire for correct like you're not going to roof a house i'm not no but if there are you know small fixes to be made you're going to go make those small fixes. toilet needs to be replaced yeah or, you know painting needs to be done you're going to go do those yep things. so i mean i'm not going to hang a
1: whole entire house of drywall and finish it but i'll do some patches right yeah. i mean I, that's just what
0: i'm somebody doing. left a hole here you'll, you'll go fix that yep. up
1: yep so um you know so i guess When i say a good deal right if you can find something that's two
0: percent that's usually a good deal um can can i take us off on a tangent yeah of course i just saw this picture as i was taking a picture of our sponsors cam yeah um so we played a game last night and in game two this is the home plate umpire. it's a great crouch now nick you know for those of you i don't know if you can see that but for those of you out there uh, this man could not Mm bend down to call balls and strikes. Yeah. I'm having a discussion with our other assistant coach and I said I wouldn't umpire. I go, "Would you umpire?" She goes, "No, I wouldn't umpire because I can't squat." I said, "I can't either. I'm too fat for that nowadays." That's why I don't umpire. Nick, if you if that was as low as you could get, would you umpire? No. Okay. I just wanted to ask cuz I needed a professional opinion since I'm here with a professional umpire. Yeah, no. So I'm sorry, I took us off on a tangent, but I had to show you that picture. I mean, just because
1: like how my eye level works, right? I need to be, I need to have my eyes kind of in the middle of the strike. So so that's where I need to go because I know that, hey, if it's coming in here and if it's coming in here, so otherwise I have too much of a down angle on that, right? So everything, everything to me would be just completely off.
0: So, and that's what happened last night. Yeah. And, And, and Chris at one point got so pissed off. He yelled out to Aubrey, hey, Aubrey, don't worry. Uh, next inning, I'll bring out a tea and set it there since that's where the umpire wants it. Yeah. And the field umpire looked at him and went. Yeah. So we got the clue, but I, I sat there the entire time. Well, I'm going to get tossed today. Today's the day. Well,
1: well, you know, and it's I'm I'm a big fan of you don't you don't. If it's close, you don't you don't argue balls and strikes. If it's outside, right, you argue a ball and a strike. Yeah. I mean. um. You know, hey, again, hey, I'm not right there. I'm not going to tell you if it touched the corner. We're not MLB. You know, we don't have proof over a video camera that it was there. I mean, well, we know they screw up too. Oh yeah, we're human. Oh yeah, I mean, we're, we're human. We all mess up. So, but to get to get so upset. But I mean, you know, if it's something that you know, and I'm assuming because of his height and where it was everything high in the strike zone was where it
0: was really (laughs) i mean from above the belly to the shoulders was a strike and anything below the belly forget it you're not getting that call yeah
1: and that's you know that
0: was frustrating because i mean our our pitchers deal with that too yeah i mean we won that game we won 13 to 3 but still it's tough yeah you want to teach them that what they're throwing is the correct throw right
1: um (laughs) But so, you know, back to rentals. Yeah. Back to, well, rentals are just real estate in general, right? So if you're looking to, if you're looking to rent, you know, again, that's, that's where the 2% rule comes into play. Okay. Now, when you're looking to flip, how do I know if it's a good deal? That's a great question. You know, um, you have to understand what money you want to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I say that like, because, you know, you, you could think to Bush, my bro. you could think $10,000 is a lot of money where me, I'm not going to touch a deal that only makes $10,000 because again, we talked about, I can go over on my estimates. I, I know my closing costs, you know, stuff like that. So, um, you know, I look at things, I really don't touch something unless I really make 20 to 25,000. I mean, if it's 20, I'll see if I can, you know, cause the market right now I, I usually can push it type thing. Um, I'm gonna end up somewhere in that after my closing cost, after my after I pay my taxes, right? I that that's just kind of my go-to because my time is worth this kind of money.
0: So let me ask this question. Let's say you can find something for twenty flip. Twenty thousand or twenty profit profit or twenty thousand on a flip. Sure. So that's taking into effect that you're buying a hundred thousand dollar house. Yep. It's got, let's say, forty thousand dollars worth of work that needs to be done. Yep. So you're up to one forty. Correct. You have to sell that for at least one sixty or more. Yes. More. You're because at, of the closing costs. So yeah, I mean, you're looking
1: at, at least, I mean, so that's if you pay cash. Right. Right. So I mean, you're at twenty five hundred. Let's say, and you have no realtors into it, right? Right. So yeah, just go straight to you. You know, I'm at, at twenty five hundred dollars in closing costs, if not a little bit more. So. I tell people to plan 3,000 bucks and you're gonna be okay. So, right. So you're looking at actually selling that house for at least
0: 165.
1: Correct, right. Well, tec- technically 166 because I have closing costs on the front oh, that's. and I have closing costs okay. on the back. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and that, that's where I'm making that 20,000. So if it doesn't do that after my, and now, right, because I don't pay cash for my stuff. Um, let's say, okay, so let's take that example. $100,000. Now yep. I have to go borrow this money, mm-hmm. okay. which is going to cost you even just 3%. Yeah. I mean, three, three points, you know, which is $3,000 just like that. Yeah. So I'm not one oh three. Um I have to figure out how long I'm going to hold it. So now I'm probably paying 10% in interest. Yep. You know, so 880 bucks every month um, just to have the loan. I'm not yep. paying principal on that. So. Correct. Now i have to know how long it's going to take me so mm-hmm. i and, and people forget all the time how long it takes an end buyer to close yes so hey it's 30 to 60 easy right you can get cocky and say "Dude, i can get this thing done in, in less than a month i don't have to make my first 880 payment oh and i have it pre-sold to somebody no i'm mean, you still going to the next person to come in there chances are they're not going to be paying cash i mean sure everything has variables but you have to plan out your most likely scenario, right? And that's you know that's what I do is so I figure the person that's going to spend the most is the person that's going to finance it, right? If you're paying cash, you want the you want a deal. If you're financing, you're going to overspend. So, I, you know, I plan that they're going to take. Hey, I have to get an appraisal. Hey, I have to get you know um, an inspection done. You know, people are you know people are waving, but still, like I plan that time, and then it's. 45 days, right? So I just round up to an even 60 to make sure that I have two extra months of payments. I and mean, that's again, yep. $1,700
0: right there. But I have to count and do to my money. So and of course, you know, we're sitting there saying well, I need 166. But now we're really closer to 168. Mm-hmm. And it's climbing still. Yeah. So and then you know, you got the two months of rehab.
1: So now I'm at 168. Um, And then I, if the end buyer has a a realtor, right? Yeah. Okay. If there's equity in it type thing, you can have them finance and then they'll pay their realtor. But most of the time they're like, Hey, I want my 3% commission Mm -hmm. for bringing you a buyer. So now I'm at 3%, right? Which is again, huge money. So I'm at 9,000 bucks, you know, of, of commissions. I need to sell that thing for, 170,
0: you know, 178, something like that. And get, so the house has to be worth the whole 180. And, and I mean, we literally just went from 160 to 178. So it's almost a $20,000 increase over the $20,000 increase. Correct. Right. I mean,
1: you know, this game, everybody thinks that it's, you know, just, and people talk about other people's money and sure you can do it with other people's money, but other people's money still costs you money, right? Sure. The risk factor isn't necessarily as great, but you know what? You're a piece of, you're a piece of crap. If you think it's okay to lose somebody else's money. Well, right? you know,
0: and, you, I, and I know this because I've had people that have flipped houses, you know, try to work on things at my house. Yep. And they work on it like somebody that's flipping a house that never really learned what they were doing. Sure. So, just got the so, job done. Yeah. So like I, I remember I, I needed somebody to put up drywall and they weren't actually mudding it. And Steve, this is what he was doing my kitchen, came in and looked at it and he goes, they're, they're going to finish that, right? I'm like, I don't know. He goes all right give me the number i'll talk to him so he talks to him and he calls me back he goes this person doesn't know what the hell they're doing they're just slapping shit up oh. and i went oh sweet he goes brent will come up brent will finish it right i don't really want to have brent drive all that way just to do this but i want it done for you right and i went, sure. all right and it, you know it was a good lesson to me in I, this person had a lot of experience flipping houses but I don't know what those houses look like after they were flipped or how long his fixes lasted because he's taking shortcuts. Yeah. Well, you know, and um, I look at flooring,
1: right? The flooring yeah. will stay down, but, you know, you look around here and you have the the mud, the mud flaps around the, yep. the room and that gives you a quarter inch. So. Your cut needs to be within the quarter. So it's not gonna look, it's not gonna be tucked up against that wall and looking really good. You know, so if you ever see quarter round, it's because they're slapping this stuff, they're not taking every measurement, mm-hmm. right? They're just going board mark because the chances are you're gonna be right there, right? right? I mean, it you know, and and I see it way too often where guys are, you know, in my piece and they they put the measurement here and they forget that it has to slide in. So now I've gotten myself that that little bit of spacing. Um, you know i i always do it with uh, a piece you know next to it so that way i have my my expanding and stuff mm-hmm. like that for my wood but you know quarter round will fix things you you can walk in and see cover-ups right i mean we have drop drop ceiling in here right yeah you know what's up there if we take it off i'm guaranteeing there's an open uh junction box oh, no. <laughs> you know i mean this is the stuff that that you see all the time so um you know and the idea is to get in and get out right and it's weird how hard it is to find somebody to finish a punch list Punch mm-hmm. list is all your small stuff that's going to get done so outlet covers have to go back on um making sure that handles you know all the door handles are completely up there you know it's stuff that you and i would look at and go wow how the hell would you miss this but these guys they're so used to just looking at the big picture and just going all right
0: it's got flooring it's got paint it's got this I don't care about the small things so well you know jason came and redid our bathroom yep and jason's done a lot of work for us and he tears out the old surround there's no drywall sure and he goes um i gotta let you guys know this is gonna increase the price like 75 bucks and we're like why what's up He goes, i gotta go buy drywall and drywall all this because the surround you guys bought needs drywall yeah he goes i really expected there to be drywall here yeah good news is there's no damage Okay, well that's good news. Great caulking job. Yeah. So could... Which I don't want to tell you what that caulking job was. I'm going to, but I don't want to tell you. Uh, so, so well, we had we had, you know, the caulk was giving way. Yeah. So Dawn's like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna update it. So she got some and she updated it and it just it never hardened right. Sure. So she finally got pissed off. And you know great stuff? Yeah. Where you spray it, and it just fills. Yeah. She sprayed great stuff all the way around the tub. And then took white duct tape and taped over the scene. <laughs> it you worked. Know. It lasted like four years until we got the damn thing yeah. replaced. It works, you know. It was janky, but man, yep. like, that was a good fix. We have a. I, I went to a property
1: today where there's, and it's funny because my wife went in there and she's like, "Who would do this? Like, this is somebody took." caulk and filled in a hole in the t- t- tubs around, and it's sticking out this much. They even take their knife and, and scrape it off. Nope. Right? It's just, yep, that'll fix it. So, um, but so like, you know, when, when you're looking for these types of things, I, the biggest key is to understand your numbers, right? Understand what it costs to buy it, understand what it costs to sell it, understand what it costs to hold it, right? So those are the three factors that you're gonna have that most people forget, right? I mean, people can go in and say, oh, I know I just bought flooring for one room and it cost me 700 bucks. If I do five rooms, you know, that's you know, $3,500. So cool. You know, that's what I'm doing. But yeah, um, so you can get rough numbers on that. But people always forget that it costs them money to to buy a house. It costs them money to sell a house. It, You know, people forget taxes all the time too, right? Hey, oh, I, I made $20,000. Okay, thanks. Congrats. Now you, you have you flipped it and you have a higher tax rate because of it. Right. So that's income earned income right there. And they're going to hit you for, you know, 30%. Um, which is another thing you need to factor into those. Yeah. You know, and, and then figure out how much your taxes are on your, yeah. on your personal income. Right. Because all that type of stuff changes things. So, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about like how to find yeah a house itself. Right. So it's one of my biggest pet peeves right now. Um, with people that bitch and complain that there's nothing out there okay there's always stuff there's out always there. stuff out there you're just too lazy to go find it right um you know if i can do something you can do something mm-hmm. right it's you're just always
0: matter, finding deals honestly.
1: it's just a matter of do you want to find it right like oh you know i'm the person you know and i see it on facebook and so people will try like they'll go onto the the local community sites Hey, we're looking for a house. If anybody's going to sell there soon, you know we'd like to have first dibs at type thing. Oh yeah, we're thinking about selling. You know, you'll get that. But, um, you know, you well, you've sent out mailers too, saying hey, you're thinking about selling your house. Exactly, right. I mean, I'll send out mailers. I have no problem driving. I would I would mail to all of my properties right now because the grass is so long. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, if if grass is long and you you think that this thing is just what it is, go knock on the door, right? Because the chances are, chances are if you're in a decent community, let's say it's Jenison, right? Um, and the grass is long. Okay. And they, they're the owners or they're renting. I mean, either way, mm-hmm. but you go knock on the door and say, Hey, um, I'm just in the area. I'm looking to buy a house. Didn't know if you were interested in selling. Right. I mean, too many people are, he- are so scared to hear the word no or getting told off. Right. Because I get told off all the time. Yeah, um, I don't care. Like I don't. I don't need no's. I need yeses, right? And so, how do I get yeses? Asking a million times. I don't care. Like one yes puts money in my pocket. Fifty no's, All it does is teach me how to handle people. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I still learn from it. What did I do right? What did I do wrong? Um, you know, you can send mailers. Um, so, if you don't want to knock on the door, okay, you don't have to know if that's the owner or not, but Right, go go drive, see the long grass, and Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, if you want, we can get into detail of like how to find who the actual owner is, and you can mail to the correct address. But you know, honestly, like mail it to that address. If the if it's an owner occupied place, it could be an older person. Like every day, I see my neighbor. I'm like, hey, you moving to that condo yet? Moving to that condo yet? Right? Because you know know it's coming. I'm gonna buy that
0: damn house. (laughs) Like it's gonna be a good deal. So, well, you know, and we're a good example of that because we mow our lawn four or five times a summer. That's it. Because mm-hmm. we're not home. We don't have time and I don't care. Yep. It's just grass. Right. And there are people out there that are just like me. They're like, I don't have time to give a shit about that. I'm not giving up 30 minutes out of my week to mow the lawn. Yep. So it can grow. Yep. And but you- there are also people that are sitting there going, I just can't mow it anymore. And I don't want this upkeep. And I just rather go, you know, not have any of that issue. Yep. What's well, up, like my wife's grandparents? Right, I mean they had a very,
1: very substantially large house, mm-hmm. and you know some health issues kind of came, and so now they go, oh, you know, we're just going to move to a condo, and I'm like, okay, you know, I wanted to buy their house, and just business and family doesn't yeah. really mix. Yeah, um, I should have bought it, <laughs> I should have, but you know, and I tell, I kept telling them, I'm like, look, everything that you have complaints of, you can, you can fix. It's just a matter of do you want to, right? right. So hey, oh, he can't, you know, he can't push the lawn, lo- or he can't ride the lawnmower anymore, and he can't do the snow blowing. Okay, 500 bucks a year, and you get a person to snowball your driveway, and for, you know, I just got quotes, I don't, you know, a lawn that size, 50 bucks every two weeks, and somebody will mow your lawn, right, so we have 100 bucks a month, so, you know, again, money can fix it, and oh, hey, you know, it's just too much to upkeep. Okay, well, you can shut your basement off and just have the upstairs, I mean. Yeah, dust will grow, but if you want every month, you can hire somebody for a hundred bucks to come in and to clean come it. in and clean it. Right? I mean, everything can be fixed with that money aspect of, of people like that. But find somebody
0: that's sick and tired of their stuff, and then go ahead and get it. Right? Um, well, you know, my house in Plainville is a great example. Yeah. My mom complains all the time, and I'm never selling that house. Right. Okay. When she dies, it'll go to me. Fine. Someday Caitlin will sell it. I'm not selling it. Right. Maybe Don and Caitlin will both sell it. I don't know. But my plans are I'm gonna, you know, build the back porch out some and I'm gonna put a fucking pool in there and I'm gonna close the some bitch in, and now I can have a full year out. There you go. And Don and I will probably live there, you know, Sunday night to Wednesday night and come back to Byron Center for Thursday through Sunday to work the business and just go back and forth. Yep. That way. When we're not working the business, we would be in the pool.
1: Yep. Well, hopefully, you expand a business down there. and
0: Maybe. This one, you know. And, and of course, you know, we're talking about, you know, finding deals and, and stuff like that. Yep. And, and making money. So I get a call from one of my favorite people a few, a few days ago. No, Steve. Oh, Steve calls me. And, you know, I love Steve. Uh, of course. That's how business is. I'm like, business is real good. We're, you know, got a lot of people coming in. A lot of appointments, very, very busy. He goes, I'm not telling you what to do, but if it was me, I'd figure out what I think that business is worth, times it by two, and sell it right now. Yep. And Dawn heard it from the other room. She goes, nope, not yet. And he goes, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying that's what I would do. Yep. I'm like, that's great. You know, right now, it gives Dawn purpose. She really likes it, yep. okay? And we're making money, which is good. We're starting to pay off bills. Yep. I mean, you know, I'll share with you off the air what sales look like over the last year, which is phenomenal. Um, And, you know, people have a great time when they come here. I mean, they're really just excited. And that's what we want.
1: Well, I say, you know, that's the one biggest thing that you can do is you can grow a business and sell it right yeah. i mean capitalism at
0: its finest right Well, don's not against that when she's a little older sure you know i'd say in the next eight to ten years i could see her saying yeah I'm, I'm good sure time to go you know or what you can do is take the business
1: expand it right put one put one down for you know mike to run yeah got some people down there but one you know over just other areas okay then now you've expanded into multiple zones, multiple areas, um, and then you could hire a GM, right? Yeah. GM, you know, okay, so, yeah, you're still dealing with some stuff, but you can always replace your your final who says what and take your percentages off of it.
0: Well, and it's it's like I've said, not to, you know, take us too far off the path here, because, you know, Dawn gets a lot of emails from the escape rooms, because she's gone and done a couple mystery shops at escape rooms. Yep. And they're always emailing, hey, come back, we'll give you a deal, come back, come back. And I, I heard I had this conversation yesterday on my way home from our game. And I said, you know, to me, an escape room is one of those things where if you, if you got seven or eight friends that want to go, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's still kind of the same thing. Yeah, there's different rooms, there's different puzzles, I get it. But it's kind of the same thing once you've done it. And for me, I kind of want different experiences, I guess. Sure. So, I mean, you know, I've done the escape room, and yeah, I could, you know, I can go to a different escape room and get different puzzles, that's cool, but unless I have people that were really gung-ho about, I want to go to escape, like, if you called me up and you're like, hey, I'm going to an escape room, and these people are joining me, do you want to come? I might be like, yeah, I want to hang with you, that's that's cool, let's do that, but in lieu of a big party, I'm not just going, Right. Whereas this is something that's different. I mean, you know, if you want to go have some fun with friends, you come here and break stuff. If you want to, you know, blow off some steam by yourself, you come here and break stuff. It's always different when you're here because you get different stuff and you break it in a different way.
1: Well, I think like with escape rooms is, I don't know, we've done it with family. We've done it with friends. We've, and we really want to try it by ourselves, just her and I, because like we, we both think so opposite of each other. Mm -hmm. That's why we do really good at those types of things, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I... It's, it's, it's amazing. So like, um, there's one that I really want to go do. It's uh Harry Houdini out in Holland. And yeah. I, I want to do that room so bad. Um, cause you're a magician. Yeah. I say exactly. Right. I mean, who doesn't want to do this? So, right. um, but you know, I, I, think like, to me, it's always a different experience. Like yeah. I've done a few of them and I really, really enjoy them mm-hmm. because as much as I hate thinking, I really enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, so we go back to like finding a deal, right? Yeah and when you're when you're when you're out there and you're saying hey there's nothing out there you're just not searching hard enough right i mean everybody wants things just handed to them okay oh I want a house in jenison but i I, you know there's nothing available okay you're right there is nothing available but you can make something available why because you walk up to somebody and just say hey you know we're looking for a house knock to the next door knock to the next door Mm -hmm. i mean you get it all the time it's funny because people will use a realtor and right if and how my mind works is i just posted this the other day if you want what other people have you have to do what other people do or, mm-hmm. or did right and so when you look at it how many times in the mail have you gotten hey we just sold your neighbor's house down the road if you're thinking of selling let us know yeah. or hey we're there's a real big shortage in the neighborhood yep. if you're thinking about selling we can get you top dollar hey or, you know when the times are bad hey if yep. you're having hard times we can help you sell your house fast right like How many times do you get these types of things? And so there's no reason that you can't do the exact same thing. If somebody else can do it, you just got to figure out how to do it. Right. Okay. So let's take Jenison. Okay. You can go to the post office, get, and say, Hey, I need, I need to know or I'm going to mail to every address um, in these two zip codes, let's say. Okay. And they're going to tell you exactly how many houses there are Mm -hmm. and you know, you're going to make a, one flyer that has the exact same stuff on it. And you're just going to put your family on there, right? Take a photo of your family and be like, Hey, we're looking to buy a house. This is our price range. If you're interested, let us know. Yeah. And then guess what? You're going to get a call from somebody that's going to go, Oh, you know, we were thinking and you guys look like a great family and here you go. You know, we'll sell it to you for this. We really wanted 230, but you said you're at 200 and we really, you know, we want to see the next person succeed. Great. Right. Like again, if, if realtors are out there doing it, if, other real estate people are out there doing it. If people are doing it, you can do it too, right? There's nothing that says you can't. Now you just gotta be the one to do it better, right? I mean, um, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm a sucker for that crap all the time where people are like, hey, uh, you know, I'm I'm willing to learn for free. And then all of a sudden they get a deal because they've helped me out through it. Like, hey, willing to do what it takes. Okay, you're really willing to do what it takes. Like
0: go do this, you know I mean? Um, Well, you know, as well as I do, 95% of the people that say I'm willing to do what it takes yeah. is willing to do nothing. Exactly. They just want you to walk up and say, here's a hundred dollars. Yep. Let's say, you know, I mean,
1: um, you know, I look at, if you guys know what bandit signs are, right. Mm-hmm. They're the You see, you'll see them. I buy houses. Right. And you yep. call the number. It's like, how do these people have so much money? Okay. Well, they're getting financed. Right. And it's not like, it's just laying around. Right. You know I mean? So, they're, they're, they're going to do what's called wholesaling, right? So meet a wholesaler, like do yeah. all that, like figure out the lingo of things, you know, Hey, what's wholesaling? Oh, it's somebody that goes and buys a house for really cheap, marks it up a little bit of money. And you're still getting a good deal on the house because they have to sell it to you at a good price.
0: So we had an episode a few weeks back Yeah. at Osgood Brewing huh. with the Beer Me podcast. Uh-huh. Shout out to Beer Me. Um. They are a part of a real estate group on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Remind me, who created that group? Who's the admin? Oh, that's
1: my group. Uh, Yeah, it was my buddy Charlie and I started that. Okay. And
0: you're sharing tips. Yeah. And how big is the group now? Uh, We have over 2000 people. Always sharing stuff. Yeah. And do you sit there and marvel at that sometimes? Um, No. I'm
1: too busy <laughs> say, right? I mean, I you know, and it's, I just, I see, a, I see a question, I answer a question, right? Mm-hmm. So um, have you ever seen the, the movie robots? It's a children's movie? I have not. But yeah. I know the movie you're talking about. Um, I don't remember the boss's name, right? Mr. Big, whatever his name is, but um, it's, uh, you know, his slogan is something like, see a need fix a need right like um you know so see see a problem find a solution that's really what it is see a problem find a solution. so your problem is i can't find this now find the solution for wh- how you can find it i mean i i oh you know and people are like oh get a realtor okay you know what realtors suck okay. uh, and, and it's funny because i have a lot of realtor friends and uh they're they're just they're out there to feed their family i mean yeah, that's they're really making money them. so right like Okay, guess what they have you and 15 other people looking at the exact same house right now right what's you know they're going to show it to all of them highest and best out of all 15 of you i mean right so they're not going to go out and find these things Hey, get an off market i mean you get off market stuff from some of them because they're like hey this thing it just won't go and they're yep. not going to get whatever they just want cash right now and yep. so i'll whip out cash and just say here it's completely done right like because they want no headaches they want no hassle they don't want anything they just want it done all they said is hey i'm gonna give you and i've had it to where it's funny i've watched it happen um guy i I go to buy a house guy walks in and goes all right i'm done with this shit." i was like all right sir i'm sorry like you know i you just told me you were interested he goes no last guy i told him i said i'm gonna give you one offer don't negotiate anything lower than that this is what it's going to be and i said Okay, I have no problem telling you, no, it's not going to work for me. And he goes, all right. He goes, I don't want you to negotiate and try to make it better, blah, 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 And I said, oh, yeah, my word. You give me what you want, and I will tell you if it works, right? Yep. And he comes out, and this house is worth $150,000. He goes, we want 62000 bucks cash. Okay. Okay. And he goes, what? Yeah, you want 62000 I will give you $62,000 in cash. I tell you what, this is the title company that we're going to do. I put it in the contract and then he doesn't need to know that I'm going to go finance it with other cash. Right. right? All he wants is cash. Yeah. He and just wants pe- the money. He, people forget about that all the time. Right. They forget that all they care about is that end paycheck at the end of the day, at the yeah. end of the entire journey, all he wants is this. You don't have to have this. Right. So he's going go, to be able to get it and give it to him. Exactly. Right. right? You don't have to tell them
0: what you're doing, how you're doing. Oh, hey, well, I'm going to get a hold of this guy. No, keep your mouth shut. Say, I will get you cash. I will get you $62,000. It does not matter how I get it to you, but I will get it to you by whatever day. Yes, and he's going to, oh, no, sir, I cannot
1: get you physical cash, but you will have a certified check from the bank, from the title company, because we still have to do it legal. That you can take to the bank and and say, give me cash. And you can get cash from that. I cannot legally give you the exact cash. And he goes, yeah, no, I understand that. He goes, yeah, certified check from. Okay. So I call it. I literally leave that, got a contract, call up my lender and go, Hey, uh, some idiot tried offering him like 50,000 for this. And he was very adamant and said exactly what he wanted. So I go, all right, I need lending on it. Okay. Hey, I didn't get lending on it. What I did was I ended up selling it for a crap ton more. Cause he goes, I got a guy looking in that area right now. Do you want to sell it? And I said, yeah, tell him to throw me an offer. And, Made me offered enough, enough. maybe 40,000 bucks. Yeah. And I didn't do anything. we <laughs> <You laughs> like, were just the broker. you were yeah, the middleman. I literally was like, Hey, I have the contract. Guy goes to the table, shows up, shows up, I shake the guy's hand. I'm like, Hey, thanks for showing up. Um, cash is right here. Yeah. Um, let me say this is you know, this is my partner. Um, yeah, I have cash. But I wanted to make sure you got all the cash. Here you go. Yep. And he leaves happy. He, he goes, Okay, he goes, Show me the check, I don't really care. You're like, boom, done. Boom, done. And $62, I go fifty
0: thousand to him, forty to you, you're
1: happy. Guy. And and the other guy turns around and makes yeah. you know fifty thousand bucks off of his split. <laughs> so um
0: it was it was completely good. You talked about cartoons. Yeah. Which takes me on a tangent because I love tangents. So I showed you that picture umpire. Yep. And I'm sitting there the entire game talking to one of our pitchers who's injured right now and our other assistant coach. And I'm like, they said something. I go, you ever see the Flintstones? And the, what? Know, the pitcher goes, yeah. I said, you know, the green alien guy, which now I think of his name. is, I think it's great because. It, yeah. She goes, yeah. I said, you know, whenever he shows up and says, hello, dum-dum. Hello, dum-dum. I'm the green alien guy right now. The umpire is dumb dumb, because that's how pissed off I was at this guy. I did not go coach first base for the first two innings because I would have gotten kicked out for calling him a dumbass as I walked past. Oh geez. So I just stayed in the dugout because I knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. But you bring up a cartoon made me think of Great Gazoo and Hello Dumb Dumb. Yeah, it's like,
1: yeah, I and mean, it you know, always comes when you're making a dumb mistake. I mean, it happens. But um, right. So you know i i'm personally a, per,
0: a, a, a you're personally a person
1: I'm personally a fan uh-huh. of going out and making my own reality happen right i mean you can wait for a, a an agent to bring you a deal or you can just go find this
0: thing by yourself you know as well as i do no you know, you make, your job you, is you make your own luck yeah 100% you know sometimes you're lucky and that's awesome mm-hmm. okay we see that in sports all the time Oh, yeah but In real life, you kind of have to make your own luck. Yep. And sometimes you, you know, you sit there, you do a little research and you're like, I think this is a really good gamble right now. And you jump on that gamble, whatever it is. And you're like, all right, I'm going to make my own luck here.
1: And you do. Well, you know, and I, it's funny because we talk about you and I thinking things are different deals. And, yeah. um, you know, I go look at a house and... let's say my first house, right? I paid $58,000 for it. Um, Go to tell my grandfather, right? Hey, we're buying a house, paying 58. Never pay that kind of money for a house. I bought mine for 13,000 bucks, right? He just, his brain never understood inflation. His brain never understood where where markets are going. And, And I'm that kind of person who doesn't understand, like, I value my stuff so low. Like, that's why when I do get good deals is because they turn into great deals because, again, when I, when I say I paid six, when he wanted 60, I was like, I think I comped the house out or whatever at, like, 120, and then all of a sudden it's worth 150, and I'm like, yeah. oh, man, like, I, I, I didn't miss comp, I didn't do whatever, but, you know, I just didn't think the market had gone up that much in that quick of a time. Um, well,
0: you know, people ask me the same thing about my house all the time. I bought it right before the crash. Yep. I bought it for 132. Oh. Post-crash, it probably got down to about 110. And this is what honestly made me decide it was a good time to buy for Caitlin, because I talked to my realtor, Scotty, who I love, and he goes, all right, the market crashed in 2008. You bought your house in 2007. I go, yeah. He goes, what'd you do? I kept paying my mortgage. He goes, right. Mm -hmm. So let's say Caitlin buys this condo in January, and the market tanks. Is she moving? Well, she's probably going to be there five years. Okay, then why do you care if the market tanks? I'm like, that's a really good way to look at it. Because again, I'm not going anywhere. I rode that storm out of, yeah, the house is now worth 20,000 less than want to pay for it. Yep. But if I wanted to sell it right now, I could get 210, 220, maybe 230.
1: Yeah. Well, it's that, you know, it's that, it's the internal, it's the internal part of you that just says, Oh, what could have been, you know, like you have that safety net and then your safety net's gone. So, right. Then you feel attacked. You feel a little scared and nervous. It's a normal characteristic. Right. And that's one thing my uh, friend and I were talking the other day and it was like, everybody says the words buy low, sell high. But you know what everybody does? They buy high and sell low. Why? Because fear, right? Oh, everybody's buying. I'm going to buy. Right. And, Oh, the market's high. That means everybody's buying and buying and buying, and things are going up. So, buy. Oh, I just lost money. So I gotta get I rid gotta of the sell. I, I I gotta sell it while I still have something that's worth something, right? Oh, uh, otherwise this thing's just gonna go to zero. Like, it's worth seventy cents out of the dollar, but I gotta yeah. sell it right now. Yeah, I say, I gotta get rid of it. I gotta, you know, because this thing is just—it's causing me so much money. It's not costing you anything unless you sell it. Like if the market never rebounds. So like we look at the 08, okay. And as you said, right, you were at 130, went to 110 and now we're up to 230. Oh yeah, probably. Like you you took three years maybe to get your money back. Yeah. I mean, if like, you have intensive moving, sure. Like now's the time to sell, like, you know because you're going somewhere, like you have that. Like the time to sell is when it's beneficial to you. The time to buy is when it's beneficial to you, right? Like
0: make, make sure you buy a good deal. You look at, honestly, with anything you can look at, you know, I, I look at Caitlin's stocks. Mm-hmm. One of the stocks she wanted to buy, because I told her, if you're buying stock, find something that you like, something that you buy. Yep. So one of the first stocks she bought was Funko, yep. because she loves Funko pops. Yeah. She bought it and immediately it started to tank. And I looked at it today and she's up. Yep. She bought it two, three years ago. She had no intent on selling it yep. because she likes Funko Pops. And now the, it's worth more than it was back then. Yeah. Now we could have panicked and said, oh my God, I bought it at 18 and now it's down to seven. I need to sell. Yep. But she's not looking at that. She's looking at, I like this. I buy this. This is great. Now it's up to like 21. So yeah, she hasn't made a ton of money on it. But again, you know, as well as I do, you're hedging your bets. Yeah. Some are going to go up. Some are going to go down. I see that fantasy football is another great one. Yep. I know when I'm drafting, don't make a run on, let's say, tight ends in the fifth round. There's one, maybe two tight ends that are worth a high pick. Yeah. And the rest of them are, you know, with a point of each other. I love the people that pick like kickers in the eighth round. I pick, My kicker's my last pick. I don't care. They're all the fucking same. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up and drop kickers all fucking year. It's the same with deals. If you're patient, you're gonna find that house that you want at the price you want to pay for it, and you're gonna get the profit you're looking for. But if you're not patient, you're panicky. Yeah, you're screwed. Yep. I mean, you know, I have it. Um,
1: yeah, I, and you hear it all different ways, right? Yeah. So I have a friend who flipped a house, and he thought it was worth two fifty. And they put it up for 250, and the first offer they got was 235,000 mm-hmm. okay, bucks. And they're like, no, nope, no, nope, we'll be fine. Well, they waited two whole months. Market kind of corrected on them, and they ended up selling it for 195. Right? So there's times where it's like, okay, hey, relook at your numbers, figure out exactly where you have to be. And at 235, they still made a crap. And they just had, you know, a specific number they wanted to make. But then they ended up. You know, they still made a couple of bucks, but nothing what they wanted, right? I mean, this was supposed to be their biggest deal of all time. So I think, um, you know, when we're looking at when we're looking at real estate, okay, there's there's value in what you have into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we were talking about this on the last the last episode or the one before that, um, where. And I just, I, we found that we found six units up in Baldwin. Yep. Okay. Um, owners want more than what it's worth. Yep. Okay. Um, because they don't have numbers for it, right? They don't have any income aspects. They, they literally are just kind of fly by the seat of their pants. They just throw out a number that they said it's worth. Yeah. Well, I mean, because no, they, they throw a number that they think it's worth mm-hmm. because they know how much money they make. Okay how much money they actually show they make is way different than that. So a bank will only lend me on what, what is right. They don't care what you think they care what it is.
0: And so what it is is paper wise, what you show that it is. Exactly. And so,
1: um, you know, we're like, Hey, these numbers are correct. You know, the real numbers that they're supposed to be making, but we can't get financed for that. I can get financed for this amount and you're gonna have to carry a second note on the other part, but you'll get the amount of money that you need and we'll go from there. Yeah, okay. Um, So they ended up taking that, right? I can put that money down for a down payment from the amount they're holding back and I'm gonna walk into a deal with zero down. Yeah, okay, zero down. Now I'm making money, literally my cash on cash, right? The amount of cash I put down versus the amount of cash I'm bringing in Mm -hmm. is gonna be infinite, right? I have nothing into this. (laughs) You know, so, um, you know, if I have to do repairs, then yeah, okay. My cash on cash changes, but I, I don't see why it would, right. I've done my research. I've done the looking at the properties, things like that. So, um, you know, there's, there's always a way to structure a deal to make it work. Okay. And, you know, you look at houses that are on the water. Okay. I would never buy a house on the water in a high market. Unless it's a great deal, unless it's, you know, something I go find. You know, hey, some of my best deals are people that are going through changes in their life that they have to get rid of something,
0: right? So divorce.
1: Divorce, foreclosures, yeah. uh, you know, like job losses, yep. Um, medical like husband passed medical away, issues, yeah. you know, husband passed away, wife passed away, something right. kid is really sick yep. and has to move to um, you know, closer to Detroit to be to the hospital down there yep. for Michigan. Um, it just makes sense for them. Like, there's so many things, right? Hey, all we need to do is get rid of this, and then and a lot of times, like, it's not taking advantage, right? It's helping you out in a situation. Hey, we need to get rid of this and not show income, which I've literally had these words come through. Okay, we need to get rid of this, not show an income so that way my kids 1 point right. something million dollars of medical coverage can get covered. Right. Okay. Right. Like I will help you out. Okay. Yes. Does it help me out in the end? 100%. But you tell me what you need and I'm gonna get, because they're looking at it going, okay, <clears throat> I can make 40,000 bucks, 50,000. I can make a hundred thousand dollars.
0: But it costs them money in the long run.
1: Or I can cover $1.2 million. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm
0: probably going to do that.
1: Right. Like, but most people are like hundred grand. I'm taking that like all
0: day. And they'll make those decisions. Right. I mean, well, you and I would take that right now because we don't have to face that other decision. Exactly. But for somebody that has to face that decision, they go, you know, I owe a hundred thousand on it and it's worth three, just give me a hundred thousand. I'm out. Yeah. And
1: because, Hey, $200,000 loss gives me a $1 million gain. Right. Right. (laughs) Like, yes. I mean, we talk. my wife and I talk about this all the time. Hey, if this happens, this is what's going to happen. Right. Like everything, everything Mm -hmm. sells, everything gets transferred to your name. Everything does this. Like, there's so many options of things that are going to happen you know um and you have to have those conversations
0: well you know you and i both I, we collect things yeah you collect rental properties i collect you know autographs and shit like that Sure. but you and i both know if shit goes sideways yep. those things are worth money i can sell that it's true do i want to no i don't really want to Yep. but if shit goes sideways i have the ability to sell this stuff yep
1: well it's you know i look at it as long as i don't go to the closing table having to owe money i'm okay right and that's what people oh i you know i guess that's i don't value the money in that aspect okay so let's say i paid a hundred thousand dollars for a property i've owned it for 10 years i now owe 75 okay market corrects and i can only and and something happens Mm -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. i can only get eighty thousand dollars okay well I lost twenty thousand. Yes, yes, you did. But you're walking away with five thousand bucks and you don't have any more stress about that. Correct. So in the end, you've cash flowed the entire time all the way through. You forgot about that a little amount. Yeah, but that's supposed to be the perk of owning it. Yeah, it's supposed to be the perk, but your life hits you in the nuts sometimes, man. Like
0: it's not all sunshine and rainbows.
1: In fact, you know, like I, I bought from a few people on their foreclosures where Hey, the husband and wife are splitting. Um, Hey, we're two months behind.
0: They don't want it on their record,
1: right? Hey, look, you know what? I'm going to do this for you. Right? Like tell me what you owe on it. I'll tell you if I can do it. Yep. If you owe less than the amount that I can buy it for, that's what I'm going to give you. Right? Like I can only give you what it's worth. I've walked away from a million gifts and it sucks to be the person to let somebody down. Hey, My house is. I just bought it for five hundred thousand bucks, and keep talking. Sorry, I'm reading the question. There's not a question yet. (laughs) Say, um, but I, uh, you know, I sit there and say, "Hey, you paid five hundred. It's really like it's worth five hundred. You still owe five hundred. I can't make any money on that, right? Well, but you could help me out." no there's no helping you you can literally help everybody out but it hurts you to do it. right like then
0: that's not that's not a successful business right Mm -hmm. um well and and we have to you know use that disclaimer we are not here to necessarily help everybody we're here to help everybody but also helps us i mean it has to
1: be a two-way street correct right like i'm not here to rip you off i'm here to help you and but it has
0: to make sense to you exactly
1: you know um, you know, people are like, oh, you're such shady people. No, like, honestly, if you understood, if you understood the amount of times I've gone to closing and had a person give me a hug or they're crying because their stress is gone. Yeah. Literally. It's worth everything right at that point, because, you know, I, I took one I bought their house. I just got done buying a house. So I lost all my money and mm-hmm. lose it. Right. but I used it. You're right.
0: Look, your cash is now gone. It's tied up in the side. Yeah, so,
1: hey, oh man, we're two months behind. If we get the third month behind and we're 12 days from, how much is your mortgage payment? 700 bucks. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you $700 as a loan. You're going to knock that off the price. You're going to do this and you're going to make sure it gets, I'm, I'm going to stay here and watch you pay it because mm-hmm. I need to make sure that my assets not going away. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. And the deal is here. Okay. You're going to sign. You're going to do whatever we've caught you up now you've paid everybody off and you no longer have an eviction on your or you know a foreclosure on your record because you're not going to rent for however long you're not going to do whatever um and it just works out right like it it's perfect like well I it's mean, funny because i still keep in contact with some of the people that i bought from yeah and i still get thanked which is great i got thanked again today you know you really you really uh pulled me out of that one i, I really appreciate it hey I, I hope it and it's funny because. They're like, I really hope it's working out for you. Yeah, it's doing okay. I mean, it could be doing better, but it's doing okay. Yeah,
0: that's all that matters. Well, and, and and here's a good example. So, like, I needed a new roof. Mm-hmm. And you and I talked, and you're like, yeah, go get a HELOC. It's easy. Mm-hmm. And I went, and I looked into the HELOC, and I ended up, you know, just borrowing it from my daughter for the 3% that she would have made. Yep. And being that she's my daughter, I can do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, I mean, you and I are friends. But if I came to you and said, Nick, can I borrow 10 grand? Yeah. Would you sit there and go, well, I made 3% on my money. I'll just give it to you for the three. Or are you are going to sit there and go, it's got to be advantageous for me. You know, give me five. Well, and my, let's
1: say I'm making three on my money from a guaranteed bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm riskier than a bank. That's a fucking guarantee you, mm-hmm. right? We're friends, whatever. Like if you said, Hey, like I would sit here, like I'd look at you and say, Hey, I'll do it for 3% because we're friends. But you're putting your car up, right? I'm getting first lien position, or you know, yeah, 10, I'm pulling second lien position on your house. I'm only 10k, and my house is worth 250. Okay, if you're that confident, right, and we'll have the hundred. Yeah, no big deal. If you're that fucking confident, you're gonna pay me back. Why does it matter, right? right. Why, why are you afraid? Why are you afraid to risk 150,000? But if you know you're gonna pay yeah. 10 grand, so right, it's just covering my back, right? Because if you don't pay me, I'm guaranteed to have this, and if you do pay me, sweet, we made a great deal, right? right? Like. You, I help you. You help me. Like, you know, it's like I, and, and people, they get so offended when I'll ask for 10 times the amount. Like, I don't care. You know, Hey, I need, I need a thousand bucks for what? I got some bills to pay car paid off. Yep. What's it worth? I don't know. 10 grand. Okay. I'm signing onto your car. What do you mean? Well, we're going to go to the secretary of state or we're going to get a notary putting saying I have a second lien on this mm-hmm. or I have a first lien on it because it's paid off. Yeah, right? And I'm going to take your car if you don't pay me. Bro, I can't do that. Okay, then you're not a good asset, right? <laughs> like, I'm not a bank, right? I'm a guy helping. And a guy
0: helping, Oh, it's help. You should be doing it for free. No. No, I should not. See, like, and I know if I'm, if I'm going to borrow money from you and you're like, hey, you need 10 grand. No you need to put your house on the line for it. Yeah, I'm gonna pay that 10 grand, that's no big deal. And you know as well as I do, we've talked about it on this episode many, many times. I borrowed 10, or it was actually 13,000 I borrowed from my daughter. Yep. I said, it'll take me two and a half years to pay this off. This is the amount of interest I will owe you. I paid it off in two years instead of two and a half, and I still paid her the interest on if I had borrowed it for two and a half years. Well, and it's like, I've had that before, right? Where it's,
1: hey, Nick, will you tie up five grand? And uh, I'll pay you back in a year, or you know, for over yep fifty bucks extra for a year. Okay, well then six months comes and hey, I'm gonna pay you off. Okay, well now like what what am I gonna do with that? Five, like I need that five grand to work. It's already been accounted for. That I was gonna make right. an extra, you know, three hundred bucks in this year. Now I've lost this. Wait, like this this isn't
0: okay. This was I'm, not I'm very, I'm
1: very happy that you've paid it off. I'm very happy that you're successful. But like, you just cost me three hundred bucks. It cost you money. I just didn't give you 300 bucks.
0: You and I both know if you're working with a bank, I want no early payoff penalty. Oh, 100%. But if I'm working through a friend or a relative, I'm borrowing the money for X number of time. I'm going to give you the full amount for that time. Yep. If I pay it off early, fantastic. I don't have to pay it anymore. But I'm going to pay you as though I had to pay that entire thing. Sure. Well, it's, you know, I mean, to me,
1: To me, it all depends, right? I will, like, if I, if I, if I borrowed from you, let's say 10 grand Mm -hmm. and I say, Hey, you know, I need it for this flip. It's going to take me six months. So you're going to make your interest on six months. But if I finish earlier, I'd like to cut my end. Like I'm going to be honest with you. Like, Hey, I want to cut my interest right there. Or Hey, I'd like to take one half of the amount of interest that I would owe you for the the other three months because of early payoff, because you're, you don't have millions just sitting there. Yep. Like, hey, I'll, you know what? If I do it early, I want to celebrate my success, and that's going to save me money. And that's why I did it that way. So I'd like to pay. You know, if I'm doing 100 bucks a month, which whatever. So I'm doing 100 bucks a month. I'd like to give you instead of paying an extra three, I'd like to give you 150 extra. Okay, right? Because you're still making some yep. money, and you're you're getting all of it as a lump sum three months out of time. You're right? negotiating that. Though. Yes.
0: So you're making sure that both sides are happy. Yep. And again, I mean, part of it goes back to if you're doing a deal with a friend, Mm -hmm. you have to be willing to sometimes eat more than you want to eat. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, if if I'm doing this deal with, let's say, Fifth Third Bank, because they're a local bank. I mean, kind of local. They're national. They are, but more regional. But still, you know, I, I want everything I can get from them because they have, you know, billions of dollars. Federal backing. Whereas... If I'm doing this deal with Nick Watkins, Nick Watkins LLC, I'm not looking to hurt you in any way. You did me a favor. You helped me out. Yep. I want to make sure that you feel whole by the time we're done, so that you know if I get in a jam five years down the line, I can call you up and say, "Hey, Nick, you remember that time five years ago when I made sure both of us were happy?" Yep. I need to borrow, you know, a thousand dollars, and you go. Yeah, you made me happy. I you know, these are the deals, the terms I can do. You know, you look at and and
1: you look at bail bonds, right? And bail bonds when you so if you have a twenty-five thousand dollar bond, right? You have to put ten percent of that up or twenty percent of it up, right? But they make you put up the rest of it as collateral, right? I mean, you have to have collateral to cover the other part because they're responsible for the entire thing. So guess what? You have to be able to do that. So and some of them will make you do, you know, ten times that collateral, right? So I mean hey, if you have a $100,000 bond, you better be putting up $100,000 worth of equity. So that's why people will put up houses. They'll do things. Um, you know, um, I, I think in real estate, it gets forgotten all the time that nothing is the same. Yep. Right? Sure, you can be a person to build, but each lot is different until you flatten it out and get it all set, right? Each development is not the same. Because we're not cookie cutter, right? Yep. Yeah, you can build 50 of them that are cookie cutter, but your next development is not going to look the exact same. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's out of town different, or a different way. So, um, you know, I I personally am a fan of going going directly to the owner itself, giving them an offer. Like, we talked about one. I There's one five houses down from me. The mm-hmm. house is just run down. And, yes, it's in Jenison, which – but it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb because there's trees that kinda of go around it and you wouldn't and it's like, man. You wouldn't know it's
0: as run down as it is.
1: Exactly, right? So I ended up mailing to the owner, mm-hmm. get a call from the daughter. Hey, my mom is 90 years old, has Alzheimer. I'm actually the, the person in charge of it. What do you got for an offer? I threw in a low offer and didn't get a response, right? Okay. Didn't work. It didn't hurt right? you at all. <laughs> like
0: I didn't care. Like I got contact, but again, they had the option to come back. Let's, let's say you offered 50. Yep. Okay. They have the option to come back and say, yeah, I really need 75. And then you have the option to go, Hey, you know, that's $185,000 house. I could do 75 or say, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. 50. So, yeah, I mean, right. I don't have to spend my money and I don't have
1: to, and you don't have to take my money. That's the way I see a lot of transactions, right? (laughs) People forget it way too often um you know when you look at a car right i buy private sales because i'm gonna get a deal correct why don't i go to a like if i you know everybody's like oh i trust going to a to a car lot because you know they're that's what they do they're, they're there go. no like what they do is mark the shit up, mm-hmm. go to every bank and say, Hey, yeah, we got you money. They do all the legwork for you. And you pay for somebody to do legwork. Yeah. It's just like in real estate. Guess what? You can represent yourself as a buyer in real estate. You can represent yourself as a seller in real estate. It's just, you have somebody to do a legwork for you. Who's supposed to be educated and supposed to do the right thing for you. Okay. And most of them do. Sure. But you know, I, I'm a prime example, right? I, when I first started investing, I was telling them, Hey, I'd see a house for a hundred thousand dollars. And I'd look at it and go, Hey, we're offering 50. Now I'm not going to waste their time. No, your, your job is to do what's best for me. And this is best for me. Right? Like, dude, if they come back and say, Oh, we'll take 60. I'm going to say, okay, well, why don't we just start with 60 because then they'll go 70 right? Like don't ask my tactics, just make it happen. And so I have a lot of realtors that just won't work with me because, um, you know, because I, I'm notorious for throwing out a little offer, right? <laughs> I just talked to somebody else who I was like, hey, do you know the person that owns that 48 unit? Actually, yes, I do. He won't sell it for the price you want it for. I was like, I didn't ask. Like, do you know him, right? Okay, well, here, ask him what he wants for it. Come back to me. Uh, he, he wants way too much. What's way too much? Okay, here's what you're going to do, right? Like, tell you what, you're going to, I'm a better salesman than you because I'm going to sell you on why you should sell to me, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to take care of it the way you took care of it. Hopefully, I'm going to learn from you and I'll keep you along. Hey, I'm going to do this, right? Like, I'm all about building that relationship, whatever you want. I have people that are like, hey, I want my money. I don't want to talk to you again. I have people that are like, hey, I'd really like to know this type of information. I'll sit and shoot the shit with you, right? Like, hey, why'd you offer this? And we'll have this conversation just like this. I, I offer this because these are the numbers I want. These are the numbers I have. The, this is where I need to be. Okay. Yeah, I get it. it. Makes sense, right? Oh well. Why would I let you make twenty thousand bucks? Because it helps you get out of the jam that you are in. Because you want quick closing. You want fast. You want. You want money now. All, all the amount, or you want all the amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they're, they're, every everything is different. You know, I do land contracts. Why? Because hey, I oh you know hey, I want a hundred thousand dollars. My house is worth a hundred thousand dollars. Cool, I'll do a hundred thousand dollars, right? Because I'll get my thousand dollars in rent or fifteen hundred in rent, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and the house is worth a hundred, so I have no equity into it. Well, why would you do that? Um, because you know what? You're gonna do zero down, right? You're gonna do zero down. I'm gonna make my payments. And you're gonna let me make the money and you don't have to pay taxes on this. And you know, as full, you don't have to pay full $100,000. Okay, so, oh yeah, I don't really need my money right now. I just need to get rid of the property. say, hey, I don't do that type of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. all I care about is what your situation is and how I can help you in that situation. Now, we don't really need to sell. I hear that all the time. Yeah, you don't need to sell. Why do you wanna sell? Now, we just think it's time to move on and we're gonna go to something else. Okay, so you need money for the next thing. Uh, we just like to have a little bit in the account. Okay. So a little bit, I mean, we talked in 5,000 down 10,000, you know, if we got 10,000 bucks. Yeah. I mean, that, that's enough to cover payments for a while. And we'd be okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, I'll give you $10,000 down in your $200,000 place. And then you're going to take payments for the rest of it. And you know what, we won't make this last forever. I, I'm not going to put you on a 30 year. Let's do, let's do amortization over 10 years. Well, I'm not going to show them will last till 10 years. If you don't, it'll go to your kids. If you don't, you know what? I'll make sure that whoever's next gets paid. Yeah, but I, I really want to pay it all. Okay. Tell you what. What are you gonna do with your money when it's gone? Ah, uh, actually, we're gonna donate it to these people. Let's put it in. The, let's put it in there, right? If you pass, I make the payments, and it all goes to this other person. Right. Like, and I will look at your kids gladly and tell you, "Hey, you're spoiled, and your parents hated you." Right. Like, <laughs> and they're gonna go, "You do that? Hell yes, I will. <laughs> like, that's what you want. I'm gonna do it." So, um. You know, I listen to people all the time and figure out um, what they want. That's why I'm successful, right? Um, sad news. Uh, I think my, my neighbor just passed away.
0: Oh, that is sad.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, still has a husband. Um, so I, I got to get, you know, tomorrow. and. So she passed away and the husband's lost. Yep. Okay. So, and uh, she was a grandma. Um so you know i guess all the all the family was kind of over there today and then you know a van backed up and but you know i think um he's gonna go somewhere he's not gonna want to stay there i mean most of the time they don't want to right, right. like it hey, was their house yes right like hey i'm gonna go move in with my kids right tell you what let's let's just not deal with it i'll make it happen really quick for you this is what's going to happen right and people are like, oh, you're taking advantage of a situation. Nope, not at all, right? What I'm doing is I'm helping this guy not have to deal with a million stresses mm-hmm. because the one stress that he has, he needs to focus on 100%. Mm-hmm. He needs to understand that his wife is this. And if he says no and hey, I, I, I just need every dollar, I'm going to say, hey, I fully understand, here's an agent that I really trust. Here's a person that's going to get you every penny. Yeah. But if you don't want to deal with a million people coming through, you don't want to deal with a million of this, I'm your guy for that. I'm just going to get you what you need get you out of here. So go, go travel the world, go live your life, go do the next, do whatever you want to do the next page in your book. Right. If you want to spend it with your grandkids in a different state. So yeah, here's the money. It, you know, if you need every dime to go do that. Okay. Here. And you know what, this is the person, but you know, and and so all I can do is, is try to be there and understand what this
0: person needs. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. that. That's not predatory. That's not, that's not bad in any way. It's, I can help you out. You can help me out. If you're not down with that, that's great. I have other options for you. You know, if you need, like you said, if you need to talk to talk to this guy. If you just want to get out now, I can do this right now.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I, am hoping that this episode was pretty, all right. We're going to keep this one a little short tonight. Yep. Um, we've got a lot of longer episodes, so, um, if you guys have any questions about anything, let us know. Um, Distill Brewery. Yeah, I saying, Hawaii Five Ale was fantastic. Can't wait for the next one.
0: Yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed this. Me too. This is a good beer. I'm, I, that's going to be added to my list of things to drink. And because I made that one last, I also had uh, peanut butter milk stout from left hand. And a Mike's. Yeah, I us And Nick had a Red's. Distills brewing, yeah,
1: Hawaii 5 Ale and a Reds wicked black cherry, which had nothing compared to this. Nothing. This that was about to be our drink tonight. Yeah, I say, you know, we we're we're gonna make it last six episodes or three, three episodes, episodes so that way we can um, you know, give this sponsor a fantastic shout out. Um really appreciate you guys watching. Uh like, subscribe, share, let us know if you have any questions about it. I know we didn't hit in depth in the topics, but I'm hoping
0: I gave you at least some drive and advice and what to do well and if you have questions on this please ask us or yep. join us or we, we are happy to talk to you we've, we've had a lot of guests lately and that's phenomenal we love guests so i mean if you have specific questions please hit us up and uh as always thank you for joining us we will be back with a brand new episode at some point next week some point um and if you haven't listened to them i've been uploading the episodes from before bucks and brews make sure you check those out on podbean yeah um and uh again thanks for joining us distil thank you so much for the sponsorship and we will talk to you guys next week take care you're gonna get the mouse to work though oh, no, has- no!